You are listening to the podcast of Journey Church Tampa. about what is going on in our own church, what's happening right now across, really, as parents are trying to fight through, struggle through the decision to send their kids back to school or not send their kids back to school. And um, I've had so many questions about this that I feel like I need to spend a little bit of time on Sunday morning addressing it um, and approaching it from um, just a biblical perspective and more so just sharing my heart with you on uh, how God wants to operate through this season or what I see God doing in this season um, and, and maybe bring some peace to you um, because how many would agree with me these are not easy decisions. Um, when everything shut down, we were able to kind of retreat back into our homes and we had decisions made for us. Now, as we're trying to reopen, um, cases are spiking. Uh, they're saying that deaths are spiking now. Information, I've talked a lot about this in my sermon. Um, and it looks like that Florida schools are, are definitely uh, on an opening, a reopening trajectory. Um, and with different formats, obviously, and parents can opt in. And one of the tensions that parents have asked me has been, you know, do I send my kids to school? Um, I can't, other, or the other tension has been, I can't afford not to send my kids to school because of economic reasons. And then there's a third subset of parents that are just like, I have to get my kids into school because, like, I, I'm about to pull my hair out of my head, if I'm honest. And, and, it, and it's, it's realities, it's realities. And um, other parents are concerned about the social implications of their kids being home for a full year and, and then also, too, them falling behind and all of those different things. And, and here's what I will say to you, and, and I think that I'm, I'm qualified enough to speak into this because um, I've had to lead through this, um, and I've had to be able to make hard calls, calls that haven't always been the most popular calls that, uh, that are, are easy to confront and to disagree with. And by all means, I'm okay with that. Like, that's something that I feel like that the Lord gives you grace to do when he calls you into pastoring. One of the things that I've realized is that this season is different for a couple of reasons. Number one being that it's, this is layers of nuance to it that we haven't typically had to face in the past. So one of the things that I'm seeing is that you'll have people that are really, really frustrated about the mask issue, having to wear the mask issue, and are not very frustrated about the civil unrest or the racism that's going on, or not very frustrated about the economic issues. Then you have people that are, are and what I mean not frustrated, I'm saying they, they're like, listen, we need, we need change. There are other people that are frustrated about different aspects of that. There are people that are very frustrated about where our country is going politically. There are people that are frustrated about, and so it's nuanced. And so what I'm saying with that is that you can make a decision to not wear masks and offend people who are really, really about wearing masks. They're very, very serious about wearing masks. I mean, that's obviously a, a one a binary way of looking at it. But then if you add into it, I, I'm, I'm wearing masks, we're going to pursue justice, and at the same time, we think that there needs to be economic help. You have the ability to offend someone on the front end, relieve their offenses in the middle, and then offend them again on the back end. Uh, because there's so many different nuances to it. And here's what I would say. This is why the Bible is very clear that we need discernment and how we lead our family and how we walk through it. So here's my advice to you, okay? Here are two things that have really, really served me well throughout my entire life. Number one, never make decisions based on money. 
Never make decisions based on money. Now, at the same time, I don't want some of you to hear me say, that's great, Pastor, because I've wanted a million-dollar home. No. You need a million-dollar salary for a million-dollar home. You understand what I'm saying? What I'm talking about is there have been seasons in the life of our church where we have moved up, where God has promoted us. And, for example, when we were in the clubhouse 15 years ago when we very first started, we paid $25 a week for our rent. Man, I long for those days. About six to eight months later, our church grew, and we went to $1,000 a month. Now, that may not sound like a lot to you, but that was a lot to us back then. And then about a, about a year after that, we purchased our property at Eastside, and, and some of you were with us, very few of you were with us, but we went from $1,000 a month to $4,000 a month. And I remember being really stressed and, and thinking about pulling back from that because I was like, how in the world can we ever do this financially? Um, and then as we've built buildings and as we've taken on other properties and other things of that magnitude, and God has always brought people wherever we went because that's the whole goal is to be able to continue to build the kingdom of God, just like I preached last week. Here's what I've always noticed about that. When God is sharing something with you and leading you in an area of that magnitude, he is going to provide. He's always going to move. And so a lot of times we make decisions based on finances when we shouldn't make decisions off of finances. The second thing is we should never make decisions based out of fear. Please hear me on this. There is a lot of fear out there. And one of the things is that we have to be very gracious in that because you may not, your particular brand of fear may not be someone else's particular brand of fear. You may look at people and say, for those of you that are wearing masks, you're operating in fear. For those of you that are not wearing masks, you're operating in ignorance. All of those kind of things. But what we understand at the end of the day is that we all, in every single one of our lives, if we're not careful, we have to put fear in check. We have to be able to say that I'm fearful about what the economy may come out. And it's okay to say that I'm fearful about it because when I'm fearful about it, I can bring it to the Lord and he can minister to my life. He can heal me in those moments but to operate out of that fear. And that's one of the biggest things that the enemy tries to do is to get us to operate out of fear, to get us to be concerned about different things that will never, ever happen. And if you think about it, think about all the things in your life that were supposed to take you out that you imagined in your head while you were laying in bed, and guess what? You're still here. The Lord doesn't want us to operate out of fear. The Lord doesn't want us to be concerned. Now, here's the thing. When I get in my car, I still put on a seatbelt. I still have wisdom, and I still carry myself with caution. There's still wisdom in the way that I carry my life. And so when I'm sitting there and I'm praying and I'm asking the Lord, and some parents are concerned if I send my kids back to school, other parents are going to think that I'm irresponsible. And here's what I would say. You don't need to concern yourself with what other people think. That is a surefire disaster to make yourself completely unhappy in this life. You make the best decision for your family, and then you own that decision. If you decide to keep your kids home, you homeschool them, you wear them out, you do whatever you need to do, you make sure, put calculus on them when they're in fourth grade. Put it on them. They can do it. They can do it, okay? You do whatever the, the best that you feel like God is calling you to do. If you send them to school, then don't sit there at your desk all day worried or concerned because the Lord will protect them and the Lord will carry for them. And we understand that. And so we're not of people that shrink back. I shared a video, and I'll say this, uh, and then I'll get into the sermon for just a minute. Um, I shared a video with you guys. Um, I think I did. If I didn't, I'll do it later on GroupMe. Uh, but I, I shared a video with you about John M. Perkins and his life the fantastic and beautiful civil rights leader. 
And one of the things that, I, that struck me, and I really, really and, and I mean this, I wept when I, when I listened to this, was that he put his kids in a place when, when, they, when the schools started to segregate again. And you could just imagine that tension. Should you put your, your kids in school? Should you not put your kids in school? I'm not for sure that online was, obviously online wasn't a thing, but I'm not sure for homeschooling was a thing back then. And Perkins said this, he said, I, and I'm not advocating for you putting your kids in school, but he said this, we wanted our kids to be the first to go into a segregated school because we didn't want to get out of that tension. We wanted to lean into that tension. We wanted our life to represent the gospel. Christians are not people that, that shrink back out of fear. People, we're not Christians that shrink back because of money. We're not Christians that shrink back because we're concerned about what's happening in a political culture. If, if I've been hard in my preaching with you, it's because I've been trying to get you to see that the kingdom of God is here and we have the opportunity to live in it. That the kingdom of God is constantly working on our hearts, calling us out of ourselves, asking us to surrender, asking us to move into new seasons, into new places. So parent, I speak peace over you. I promise you, I've tried everything possible to mess my kids up, and they are still normal. God is going to honor you. I'm thankful, and Hammy would agree with me on this, that there are no perfect parents, but there is a perfect Jesus. And Hammy would agree with me. He is the ultimate father, right? We are so glad that you were able to listen in to this podcast. For more information about our church and all that is happening, visit journeychurchtampa.com.